the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. Yeah, it was... uh... You know, it was a good challenge. Um, you know, those are the kind of you know games that you look forward to. Um, you know, especially div- divisional rivals. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, got the win, which made it even better. The men get a good, good job in forwards, especially at uh, you know keeping to the outside for the most part. And um, yeah, just got the win, which is the most important. Part. You know, it's obviously good for the confidence. You know, get a you know, couple wins. Um, you know, against good 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 opponents. So, um, yeah, feeling good. Just trying to have fun out there and um, go day by day and uh, enjoy it as much as I can. Uh, not thinking at all. I'm just going out there and having fun. Um, you know, I've been, uh, you know, fortunate enough to do this for a long time. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, every day is a blessing. So, um, yeah, just going out there and having fun. Well, that was Joel Hofer after the game. And what a terrific game he had. A 39-save performance, backstopping the Blues to a 2-1 to victory over the Dallas Stars in their first game back out of the Christmas break. And the Blues now improved to 5-1 and under head coach Drew Bannister. They improved to 18-15 and won and are back to three games over 500 with a chance on Friday against Colorado to get to four games over 500. Hello everybody, I'm Chris Kerber. Welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. You just heard from Joel Hofer. You'll hear from Marco Scandella and Scott Perunovich in just a moment, but with a terrific 2-1 to victory in front of yet again another sellout crowd at Enterprise Center, let's get you to the highlights. Stars bring it in, shoot it, and it's off a Hofer to the far point. Justin Falk, two stars quickly race in. That's Ben centering, put it on, what a save by Hofer. This Cairo stayed tied up with Dadnov who gets it back. Stars shoot it, glove save, Hofer. That one was headed for the back of the net, just inside that far post. And Hofer got a glove on it. Man is even sharp facing 14 shots. Haskinen lost it, his side goes to get it back. Out of the corner, Neighbors to the blue line. Perunovic walks the line. Neighbors, one-timer, he scores! Jake Neighbors! With a one-timer on a sweet feed from Perunovic. And the Blues have taken a 1-0 lead. 1.52 to go, period number one. Robertson feathers that one into the middle of the ice. And the Blues can't clear. Two guys down low, and the puck ends up in the glove of Hofer. I thought for a minute it might have gone in. Marshman gets the Blues zone. Hands that puck off on the near side to Matthew Shane. Wrist shot right off the pad of... Hofer, Vince was in front. Stars get it back. Hofer with a blocker save. Despite Marchment right in front of him, it comes back to the big goaltender from the far wall, and he swallows it with a glove. Perunovic over to the far side now as the defense are going down low, and that's Scandella getting it back. Straight ahead to Perunovic. Far circle as the Blues are flying in the ozone. Scandella, score! Marco Scandella! it from the top of the near circle. Top shelf far side. 2-0 Blues. 9.07 to go in the second period. Man, they were active. Cairo to the goal line. Coming back to Cairo. Knocked away. And the Stars clear it to the far wing. It's now a 5-on-4. Which Navich fans. Stars clear it out. And what a huge moment in the game for the Dallas Stars. 
four minutes of power play time, a full two of a five on three, and the Blues fail to extend the lead. Now, Ian Robertson, breakaway, shoot, score! And it's a 2-1 game. Futility on the power play, goal on the other end, and the Stars have made it a one-goal game. A minute 29 to go in the second period. Cleared around, off Butch Navich, Shin to the empty net, wide, two seconds to go. Bring out the Zamboni. The Blues hang on and they beat the Dallas Stars, two to one. What a great win tonight. Immediately after the game, Steve Ott put the headsets on and talked to us about how important that game was and also how important game management and time management proved to be, especially for the Hayes line. Real resilient win, absolutely. Joel Holfer was outstanding in the game, and, uh, you know, that's a huge two points, especially after the three-day break like this, and we got to keep facing a lot of big teams right now. we got to keep it going. Steve, you know how the hockey gods work. Did you get a little nervous after not scoring on the five-on-three? Well, absolutely. You know, that's what ends up happening. You don't you don't score and capitalize on your scoring chances, and it goes down the other way and it gets jacked in your net. So, uh, disappointing we couldn't find that one, a little bit of a comforting goal in that five-on-three in the power plays. But uh, th- thankfully, we were able to pull this uh, this one out and uh, win with with the two we needed. How big was Joe Hofer tonight? He was outstanding. Uh, you know what? I thought our guys were committed to, you know, trying to block shots and giving them some some good looks. But he, uh, he, he, I mean, stood in there tall. He made some great A saves in that third period as well. And it was great for uh, that young kid to continue to grab his confidence and grow his game. Steve, one last question for you. What can you say about the puck managing of that Hayes line in the second half of that third period with just the simple plays, chipping it in deep, and making sure that they're not making mistakes? You know what? I thought their whole game was like that, to be honest with you, Curbs. Uh, they were outstanding for us, by, by doing that play, they kind of a push our structure uh, throughout our four group, uh, you know, really strong, and that's easy, that's easy to coach right away. And and they're doing the right things. They're playing that winning hockey m- mindset, and uh, you know they're being big factors and being rewarded for it as well. Steve, thank you. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Scott Perunovich, who played his college hockey at Minnesota Duluth, picked up two assists in the game, and he joined Grant Frederick and myself immediately after the game. Scott Perunovich joins us. Scott. Congratulations on that victory here today. A couple of assists as well. Boy, what was it like trying to lock that thing down in the second half of that third period? Yeah, they're a good team. We know they're a good team. Uh, I thought we played a good team game. A couple little mishaps, but uh, Joel had a hell of a game, and it's fun to see him out there having fun. Scotty, it's Grant Frederick here. Two assists tonight. Does that bring you back to your NCHC days playing Miami? <laughs> I think you're the good luck charm. I need you around more, I guess. I, I but yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to take his spot here. Did you guys play? Did you we play played against, against each other. Each other yep. Oh yeah, yep. we battled on, in Miami. I see. I saw a few two-point nights for Scotty P. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to a Hobie Baker for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Scotty, look, I asked Steve Ott this question too. Sometimes when a five-on-three doesn't go your way. That, that's that's a great momentum thing for the other side. Coming out in the third period, what was the message sent to you guys during that second intermission? Message is just play hard. You know, we know we're a good team. We don't want to take any nights off, no shifts off. Just play smart, get the pucks uh, behind their D-men, play behind the goal line as much as we can, and uh, we had a good third period there. How's your confidence grown this year in the NHL? Yeah, you know, it's always up and down. Oh, here comes the man right here. Fan favorite, not a boy, buddy. Um, it's always up and down. Uh, nice to uh, have a little Christmas break, a little reset. You know, try and just have fun and 
when you're having fun, you're playing your best hockey. You know, that's what my parents have always told me. So just keep trying to have fun and hopefully good things keep happening. Well, congratulations on a great game tonight. Congratulations on a terrific win. And uh, thanks for giving us a couple minutes. Yeah, of course. Congrats, Freddie. First game. <laughs> yeah, he won his first game. Thanks, Scotty. Well, Drew Bannister has to be happy with the effort that he is seeing from his team. He met with the media to put last night's two to one victory into perspective. Yeah, I thought I thought Joel was outstanding. I mean, um, you know, his play he, from the beginning, like he was he was great on the PK for us early on where we had to, you know, make those two kills. So um, but uh, made some key save for us, you know, in in the third too, with uh, some difficult saves in tight. Uh, not a lot of rebounds. He, he did a real good job controlling his rebounds here tonight, but he, he was outstanding from, from the beginning right to the end. For a goalie, you can tell, you know, whether it's in practice, pregame skate, um, you know, just their demeanor. Uh, they just look more focused, more relaxed in the net. Uh, and I think they, you know, when that happens, they, they kind of let the play come to themselves and they're able to, to read and react on plays, especially in tight or through traffic. And I saw that tonight where he was able to fight through a lot of traffic and there were some tip plays uh, in the high slot that he reacted really well to and was able to seal the, seal the ice. I thought today we did a better job just getting underneath sticks. They're going to have a couple of those, but uh, as the third period went on, I thought our D did a real good job of of cutting plays off below the goal line. You know, they weren't able to get to their cycle as much. I know they a lot of their shots were you know more or less from from the perimeter, uh, but Joel was able to handle some of those tougher plays in tight. I mean, I think that's where we got to score. You know, we had some great opportunities. You know, wide open nets we missed on. You know, and their goalie made a couple. Of, key saves for them um but that, that that's that's the time of game where you know we can really separate like we needed a goal there um the chances were there we just got to bear down and score that's that's plain and simple like they created the opportunities they got to finish finishing them yeah i thought i thought scott was really good i thought him and scandy played well together they seem to be reading off each other uh, allows you know prone to you know get up in the play move pucks uh be confident knowing that he's got you know a stabilizing force in the back with scandy and i thought scandy had a great game i mean i, I know he's he scored but i thought defensively he was he was very sound he moved pucks quick um you know and he defended really hard here tonight. I thought his, his physicality really came through. They did a great job possessing the puck, and, and you know, it just ended up that it was on his stick, and, and he had the lane to the net, you know, and, and he made a great play. But, you know, before that, they were the guys were patient with the puck. They were able to hold on to it, maintain, and not force anything. I thought in the first period we forced some plays in the offensive zone that, that led to us having to defend more. Um, and I thought in the second period, and even times in the third, we did a better job of just holding on and waiting for, for plays to develop offensively. Grant Frederick played his college hockey at Miami of Ohio after playing junior hockey before that. He's a St. Louisan. He filled in for Joe Vitale last night. Here's our post-game breakdown with Grant Frederick. Grant Frederick joining us, uh, filling in for Joe Vitale today. First off, congratulations on your first win in the broadcast booth. Uh, glad to have you with us. Yeah, for those that don't know, Grant played four years of college hockey at Miami of Ohio. Then signed with an ECHL team, but COVID kind of derailed those plans. Signed with the Gwinnett Gladiators just north of Atlanta. Now, of course, is uh, working back in St. Louis with the family roofing uh, business, Frederick Roofing. So we appreciate you taking the night off tonight and Friday to come help us out. But uh, heck of a job. Nice work. Oh, First time it. with a microphone in front of your face like that. That's 
it's a different world, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely different. Wish uh, maybe in juniors, if I wasn't playing a game hurt or something, I hopped in the booth just to get some experience. But uh, it was fun. You made it really easy, and uh, I really appreciate it. So uh, it, was a, it was a good time having you here. We're looking forward to Friday night's game against Colorado. That game is going to be even harder than this one because teams will be ready to go back at it again. Let's start with just uh, the way the Blues played this hockey game. Smart hockey throughout the game. You heard Steve Otten mention it, and that's how you lock down a close victory. Yeah, you saw it specifically in the third. We talked about that Hayes line, just putting pucks in, putting pucks behind their D, making them turn. Uh, it's always a hassle going back, back turned. You don't know what's coming your way. No matter what league you're in, it, it's not a fun feeling not being able to see the other way. Um, so just smart at both blue lines, really. You saw them chipping a lot of pucks out of the O zone or their own their own D zone, and then chipping pucks in to the O zone. Just playing the smart the right way, and it, it like Steve said, it, it's the winning way, and that, that's what they got here. They got a big game from their goaltender tonight, Joel Hofer. When you're coming off of a break and you know the games might be a little sloppy, especially at the beginning, one way to really calm things down and get, is get saves, and man, was Joel Hofer fantastic tonight. Yeah, he was, he was really good from the start, really. Um, he... he came from the Florida game, which we talked about in the pregame, and he just kept it going. He was kicking all night. Um, he was squared up to most shots, and, you know, the post helped him out once, but that, that happens, and that's, that's, that's part best of the friend. equipment. Yeah. That, that, that is part of the equipment. But where he was really needed to is in that first period, the Blues took two penalties, and the penalty killing really helped you win the game tonight. Yeah, we, yeah exactly. We, we talked about it at the start is the the special teams was going to be the main factor in this game. Those two off the start, he makes great saves in both of them. Uh, Torpachenko made a nice block in, yep. the, in the second one, which helped him out. Um, but getting those two, killing those two in the first, that gives your, your team a little confidence. You know you've already got two penalties against you, so most likely the ref isn't looking for another one. And you're zero zero, and you you build some momentum from it. And then they were able to take the one nothing lead on the goal by Jake Neighbors. It ends up coming uh, to Scandella to make it two nothing. The power play had four full minutes of power play time there in the second period. They actually had four power plays in that second period combined. Now, with that being the case, six total minutes of power play time because two of those four minutes on a double minor were a five on three. They hit a post, couple great saves from Wedgwood, but that is the moment that if the Blues are going to find success going into a tighter second half, which is what the NHL always becomes in the second half, those have got to be game-changing moments moving forward, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. You've got to capitalize on at least one of them, um, and you, you, can't, uh, you can't let that momentum take you. And you could feel it after they that Dallas killed both of those penalties. You could, you could feel a little switch in yep. the ice. Dallas started to feel like they had something there. They go and score. And it, that Against a real, not that Dallas isn't a good team, but against a so, really solid team, that, 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 could, that could bite you. That could be a, a really big thing moving forward. So next up, the Colorado Avalanche come into town, and the Blues will take on the Avs. Colorado and Dallas both tied in terms of points for the top spot in the Central Division. Dallas has that top spot because they play two fewer games in Colorado coming into action today. All right, we got to pick our – oh, wait, before we go, Scott Perunovich. In our postgame interview with Scotty, uh, you guys uh, referenced the times that you would play against each other, you being with Miami and Scotty at Minnesota Duluth. 
what did you see and notice, or what did you guys have the game plan knowing that you were playing against him? Uh, a lot of our game plan was Scotty P. Um, he's a, he was a threat all over the ice. Um, he would he would grab the puck, and I'm not kidding. He'd go around the ozone multiple times. I mean, he he, he was a very 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 good college hockey player as he won the Hobie Baker. Um, I played against him in junior hockey as well in the USHL, and he was pretty much the same way. So um, I've known him for a little bit. It's fun to play against him, fun to see him now. Um, he's a good kid. So, yeah, he's uh, he's a threat all over the ice. He can run the power play. He can run a really good power play. Um, and his team in, at Minnesota Duluth was uh, – they were a powerhouse. They were, it was never an easy night going to Duluth and definitely not at Miami. He's one of those players, though, that unfortunately the first two seasons of turning pro have just been injury riddled. So for him to finally get healthy, and now now he's got a battle for ice time. And, and so playing games like this with him and Tucker kind of having to go back and forth are real important ways to continue to earn more ice time. Yeah, absolutely. And his his game is points. Um, he's, a, he's a skilled defenseman. So him getting these two assists tonight has to feel good, give him a little more confidence than he should already have. Um, but battling injuries, I know you, you never know what someone's going through. So um, it, it's it's been fun to see and definitely tonight with the two assists. It's amazing when you game plan for a defenseman, isn't it? You know, you had, you had to game plan when you were playing against Bobby or you had to game plan when you're playing against Paul Coffey. You got a game plan when you're playing against, you know, guys like Al McKinnis and, you know, and company. And, and it just and now it's, it's, it's McCarr, you know, it's Haskin in that you got to worry – like offensively now, this is where the game is so. You you now have to worry about defensemen doing as much damage against you offensively as any forward. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think there's going to be definitely a time that people are game planning if they aren't already for Scott Perunovich. Um, I've seen it in his game, and he's got such upside that once he builds even more confidence. Yeah. Uh, It'll be a, a household name that people are game playing for. Yeah, once, he, you, once you know you can physically skill. survive it, you got yep. the skill to let it come through, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got to pick three stars of the game, and we've got to pick uh, Joe Vitale's work boots. Okay. All right, so uh, who do you want to give the third star of the game to? Let's give the third star of the game to, uh, do you think, Kasperi Kapanen? All right, one I'm with it. Yep, Kapanen can have the third star of the game. Second star? Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Okay. We're going to go with uh, Jake Neighbors. For the third star? Yep. Okay. We'll go second star, Perunovic. First star, Joel Hoffer. All right. I like it, Perunovic. I also like how in a 2-1 game you're saying to heck with the other team. We're keeping it all home. <laughs> all right, Hofer. Okay. And then uh, who, who do you think earns the work boots? Kevin Hayes? Uh, I think. Kevin uh, Torpchenko. Torpchenko. Yeah, you yeah. you like you liked this game all night. I, I, you I liked have. this game all night. Thank you, Grant. Let's check in with Tim Woodburn, a veteran hockey broadcaster of 13 years, covered major and minor league sports for 30 years. Here's his take on last night's big win. Well, Chris, the Blues win another one goal game against the Dallas Stars. They've played three times this year. All three games have been decided by a single goal, and the Blues haven't really been doing that. When they lose, they lose big. Usually when they win, they win big. It's been kind of a feast or famine first 34 games of the season, and I like the physicality. The, the secondary lines played significant minutes tonight. They played tough. They played great on the wall, and Joel Hofer was there when he needed him to be. Dallas had 40 shots on goal, scored one. Joel Hofer was great. 
Maybe we should see more of him. He's uh, he's off to a heck of a start in this season. He was on the money. He was on the angle tonight. It's hard not to see why the Blues wouldn't play him more than once every three or four games, and uh, maybe he deserves more playing time. Marco Scandella with the game winner. Secondary scoring. I've been preaching this. Secondary scoring has to occur for this team to be successful, and they got it tonight in the name of Marco Scandella. So good for him and good for them. A curbside reaction? This is Tim Woodburn. Before we wrap up the podcast, I've got two key takeaways for you. One, the active defenseman. Man, if there was something obvious last night, the St. Louis Blues were able to keep their zone pressure because the D were fantastic along the walls. They pinched. They won puck battles. They got in deep. And it was actually a circling of the net and being active down low by Marco Scandella that eventually opened up a shooting lane when he got back high and led to his goal. The D have been very active over the last five-plus games. As a matter of fact, six goals, 14 assists, 20 points for the defensemen in the last seven games. Their activity and their offensive ability have been noticeable over the last couple games. And Scott Perunovic had the two assists in the game last night to emphasize that fact. The D have really been terrific at playing a role in the St. Louis Blues offensive attack and offensive zone time over the last little while, especially in the last five games. And the other takeaway for me from last night's game, you know, there's playing a winning style of hockey, as you heard earlier in the podcast from Steve Ott. There's a young player that continues to do it. He did it in the playoffs a couple of years ago against Colorado, which is why he earned a promotion up the lineup to the third, sometimes the second line. He's doing it again. He's met with the media a couple of different times. He talks about the passion that he has for this team. He talks about the style of play that everybody has to play. He's very blunt and direct in his comments, and I think it's frankly refreshing from a young player. But this guy is playing a winning style of hockey. It's Alexi Toropchenko. He took his body to the ice to block a shot two games ago against Colorado and blocked it off his face. The Blues won the game. He blocked a shot earlier in the game last night that may have saved the goal, clearly saved chaos in front of the net. The puck went in the corner. He'll dive back to make plays. This is a young player that, yes, has six goals on the season, but Alexei Toropchenko is used in penalty-killing situations The coaches, whether it was Craig Berube or now Drew Bannister, know that they can count on him late in periods. He makes smart decisions with the puck. His skating ability allows him to make up for things if a mistake is made. But if there's a guy that's playing some winning hockey, it's Alexei Toropchenko. That's one of the reasons he's been elevated from a fourth line to a third line. And again, you heard Steve Ott reference that line of Hayes, Saad, and Toropchenko that played that way all game. Alexei Toropchenko is one of those kind of players that can play in a bottom six role and be an extremely effective player for you, especially if the coaches can trust him to play defensive hockey the way he can. And there is still more to the ceiling for Alexei Toropchenko, at least in my opinion. Well, thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast. We put it up after each and every St. Louis Blues game, so you've got to recap highlights and anything you may have missed from the game the night before. The St. Louis Blues last night defeated the Dallas Stars by a score of 2-1, to and the homestand continues as the Colorado Avalanche come into town on Friday night. Have a great rest of your week, everybody, and we will see you at the rink.